Hey, hey, everybody. We've got Justin Breen with Brepic Network, a heavily vetted connectivity platform exclusively for visionaries changing the world who want to connect and collaborate with those doing the same. We dive into how talk is meaningless unless you do something about it, how he makes quick decisions based off of real time information. And we learn how Justin's father being shot down repeatedly during World War II helped build a foundation on how Justin became a visionary. Check it out. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm Brandon Straza, and I believe that life gives to the givers. And today we've got Justin Breen of Brepic Network to help you lead with the give. Welcome to the show, Justin. Oh, it's great. Great honor to be here and endlessly, um, uh, endlessly grateful for your um, collaborative brain uh, mindset, collaborative personality, collaborative heart. So thank you. Very grateful for you. I, I appreciate that. That that really does mean a lot to me. You know, as opposed to waiting to the end of the show for our members, where's the best place to connect with you outside of the give that, you know, we're going to tease at the end of the podcast, but where's the best place for them to connect with you outside of social and outside of the give? Well, if you're outside of so, I mean, do you count uh, brepicnetwork.org is the site? I don't know. There you if go. So, okay. Brepicnetwork.org. <laughs> All right. Easiest place. Yeah. For them to be able to connect with you if Yes. You know, when they hear the nuggets that you're going to deliver here today and then what your give is, we yep. want to make sure it's as easy as possible. If someone wants to connect, network and work with you and what you and, and your partners are building over Prepic, we uh, we like to lay that groundwork. So, all right, let's just get into this. You know, our ability to learn or availability of information, I should say, uh, has really yeah. changed over the last two to three years. Yeah. In our younger years, it was textbooks, teachers, friends, family. But beyond the Googles, YouTubes, and other search engines, how has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Uh, well, um, <laughs> there's a, there could be a very long answer to that, but I'll provide it with a, a story if it's helpful. Um, and because talk is meaningless to me, like without an, an answer or, or a... Um, or a story or a situation. Um, and then this is just how my brain works in real time. Um, uh, and then again, talk is meaningless. So you either do it or you make an excuse. And I don't, I don't understand excuses. So, uh, my wife, uh, Dr. Sarah Breen and I were, uh, uh, last week we were, we were in uh, Necker Island. That's Sir Richard Branson's private Island. Very grateful, very grateful to, to be at that. Um, and then I, I'd rather listen than talk. Most people like to talk, but I like to listen. Uh, so on shows like this, I'll talk, but I'd rather just listen to what others are saying. And uh, um, so my dad was 61 when I was born, uh, 61 when I was born. Uh, and he was a World War II hero, shot down multiple times in combat, many times without a parachute, and he would just get back into a plane. And the event uh, Sarah and I were at was uh, for a group called Rebel Dads, um, uh, entrepreneur dads um and then some of our spouses came as well and sarah's also an entrepreneur but so i was sharing that story about my dad about my dad um um with the group and um and so uh one of the uh one of the one of the members his name is robert robert DeCellis, uh great guy great guy um i'm sure you'll meet him soon uh you can trust me on that <laughs> for various reasons but uh so uh 
So he was talking to me one-on-one. -on -one. We were walking um, past each other on Necker Island. So for those who don't know what that is, it's literally heaven on earth, I would say. Uh, it's like if Willy Wonka was a real person um, and then created Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, that's how I describe Necker Island. It's the most beautiful place I've ever been to by far. And uh, so we were walking uh, past each other, and uh, I, I had sent Robert uh, my book, Epic Life, uh, and he immediately started reading it because people like that don't waste time. They just do things. And then and then um, so he goes, oh, hey, hey, I, I got to stop you. I got to stop you. Uh, the uh, first chapter of your book, it, it really resonated with me. And the first chapter of the book is about my dad and his life. And and it's uh, the chapter title is called The Cream Rises to the Top because that's something my dad said every day. And so Robert goes, I, know. I, I just had to tell you that my dad, when he was 10, when he was 10, um, uh, he was shot by it. He's from it. His dad was from Italy. He goes, my dad was shot by a Nazi in the leg in Italy. And uh, he rolled down the hill, walked down the hill and he was bleeding to death. And then uh, a benevolent, a good Nazi stopped him and saved his life, saved his life. And then his dad uh, came America with nothing, much like my dad's parents uh, escaped the pogroms uh, of uh, Russia, came to America with nothing. And then my dad was born here, but his dad came to America with nothing and his brothers came here with nothing and then his dad created uh, a pizza business a, a pizza business pure entrepreneur and then Robert's the byproduct of that no excuse figure it out and then so Robert said that Robert said that and then I realized oh I, the last couple of days I've been listening to all these genius entrepreneurs and then uh and then their dads like the where their where their uh who their dads were and how they got to this point and like so some of their dads, uh, one of the guys never even knew his dad because the biological dad uh, raped his mom, raped his mom. And uh, and he's, now he's trying to find that dad. And then another another one of them was raised with unconditional love by his dad, unconditional love. And then, oh, wow, look, this guy was he was just pure visionary filled with love. And another one, his dad came from a small Danish town, small Danish town. Uh, and then and then. The son, who's my friend now, he also came from a small Danish town, but his dad did not have the opportunities that he had. And now the son is running, you know, eight, nine figure company or something like that. And so I just, you know, recapped all these stories about about the dads, about the dads. And um, um, and then everybody started crying because at, at the end, I'm like, oh, I think all our dads would be proud of us regardless of they, if even if they didn't know us. So mm -hmm. that's how I learned in real time. I just don't understand people that that don't, they don't want to learn or like simplify things into a story or a message or a community. It's like very confusing to me. So the way I, the way, you know, I think the number one thing I've learned in life, I'm 40, 46. Number one thing I've learned. Number one thing is that, um, if you can't understand yourself, you can't be a good, um, you can't be a good, uh, father or husband or whatever that is. And then you can't be a good leader. So if you don't understand yourself, can't lead yourself first, you can't lead your family, can't lead. Know thyself. Yeah. And I think that's too often. We right. look and um, a dear friend of mine and other people have talked about this before, you know, windows and mirrors. Sometimes we look out a window when we really are looking in a mirror and right. we see outside because we don't know ourselves, even though it's a right. mirror right in front of us. And I think that's right. really what I took away from there is know thyself and those that came before you because there's a lesson to be learned. Yeah. And a lot of the times it becomes more palpable and more actionable where we can implement something because we can see ourselves through a story 
and when we can tether ourselves to a color, a sound, a smell, a community, or someone's life story, then we can say, ah, they took action too. Tether. Yeah, I'm going to look up the word tether because people say these words all the time and then they don't know what they actually mean. But I think you, um, yeah, see, so, so I, so tether is to tie an animal with a rope or chain so as to restrict its movement. But I actually think it's the opposite of that. Uh, I think the true meaning is tether is actually attaching yourself to people who understand you and then that can create endless movement. So it's not restrictive at all. Yeah, I would, I, I would hope the latter of the part. That's where, where. No, that's <laughs> not in it. But that's not, that's not the definition. That's not yeah. the literal definition. But I agree with you. Like that's the way I look at tether. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You know, as, as entrepreneurs, it's easy for us to to lose our footing, lose our confidence, and and second guess the decisions we make along the way. Mm. How have you developed a winning mindset? And what are some of the techniques? or practices you've used to overcome self-doubt or limiting no, no, beliefs? No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I appreciate you asking that. Okay, thank you. For, I appreciate you asking that. Uh, so again, talk, it's meaningless to me. Um, I, don't, I, don't understand, I don't understand talk and then not doing something. It's genuinely confusing. Um, my lit, here's my litmus test. My father was 61 when I was born. He'd be 108 now almost. February 8th is his birthday. Um, and then uh, he was shot down in World War II uh, without a parachute many times, and he'd get back into a plane. So I don't understand people who don't think like that. It's confusing to me. Um, in a key, I see the world in numbers and keywords. Um, I'm guessing most people don't, but I, I do. So in terms of keywords, there's a thing called Gallup, Clifton, Strength Finders. There's 34 of them. The entrepreneurs and people you are talking about, they're low in self-assurance. So that's called imposter syndrome, I'm very high, very, very high in self-assurance. There's no imposter syndrome. Um, and then I found that the, this communication, this communication, uh, directness weeds out nonsense and attracts greatness. And like my dad said, the cream rises to the top. So um, the visionary, the true entrepreneur, they're, they're the cream that will rise to the top. They will not make excuses. And there are only four things. There are four things that separate a true visionary, true visionary from business owner, consultant, human, whatever. There are only four things. Only four. One, bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy. Two, depression. Three, highest level of anxiety you can imagine. And four, likely end our possible traumatic experiences as child or young adult. So for humans, business owners, consultants, those are excuses. And for visionary, figure it out. That's the fuel that propels you. So I think since COVID, I've talked to four or five folks that are less than three of those four things. Not the mm. silver spoons. That's a different discussion. I mean, silver spoons are different. Although I just met a silver spoon uh, who is a pure visionary. Uh, he's an eight quick start two follow through pure visionary. Um, and then he actually had experienced um, all of those things um, uh, to save his family business that had been around for like 70 years. So we mm. actually did go through those. Um, but that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, so, but he, he was the exception to the exception, but most of the folks I talked to came from nothing and they just don't make excuses and they don't have imposter syndrome. What I will say, uh, where I agree with you and understand what you're saying, is that uh, visionaries usually, but not always, are aliens within their own family, community, and verticals. So the only people that understand us are people that are up here and then um, they're, you know, higher level of consciousness. And then you're talking like this and pe most people just stare at you because they don't, they don't have any idea what you're talking about. 
that's where I look at is tethered. You're tethered by people that don't understand um, or make excuses. And, and, it, and at the very, very top, it can be a very, very lonely world. Um, so that's literally why, um, you know, uh, my partner and I, and, and now my wife is COO, but we created this company because we're tired of, you know, I guess being tethered, I guess. I mean, it's just creating something where people understand us. No, and I think that's really important. We'll get into that and what you've created and what people can expect over at, over at Brepic. But I mean, that's that's a key thing is creating a place of other like-minded individuals that come from different domains, different Correct. areas of expertise, but all lead. Again, I mean, the name of the podcast is again they, they're they're heart centered, and if they it's, see a problem and they have access to how to fix that problem, they know it's their responsibility to find Correct. a way through, regardless. Correct. It's not. You know, a, a dear friend of mine, uh, he was he was telling me a story with he and Elon Musk, um, who used to be his boss. And it was something between can't and won't. He's like, he said, tell me you can't do it, but don't tell me that you, you know, you're choosing, you, you, you can't, you can do anything you want. That's what it is. He's like, don't tell me you can't because you can do anything you want to. And you're sure. telling me that you won't. And that's not what you're talking about. You're not, you're not talking about those that like, can't do something. If they can find a way, they're going to push themselves forward. There is no can't. It's um, those yeah. people choose, they won't do it. And those aren't the dreamers. Those aren't the doers. Those aren't the, you know, the change makers that you're talking about. That's well, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. Um, and there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. It's, it's just, I choose to hang out with people that understand me and then I can actually help them. Yeah. Um, I, so I I love the the name give. Uh, there's a four four step journey that I've seen. Uh, my brain simplified. I just simplify into story and pattern um, with numbers and keywords or or however. And then by the way, you said responsibility. I'm fourth in responsibility. Oh, I'm a fourth in responsibility and strength finder. So mm. very responsible. Okay. And then um, four steps that I see. So when you start a company or whatever, I don't. So first there's get to get pure getting, uh, I've people, a lot of people stay at that. That's weird to me, but then there's get to give. So you're giving a little, but you're mostly still trying to get, um, then there's give to get, uh, you're giving eight intros to get to, um, that's where the overwhelming majority of the world stops. Okay. So now here's what you're talking about, or at least I think what you're talking about. So my entire life is give to give to the people who get it. So I will endlessly give. Endlessly mm. get, but the person has to get it because if they don't get it, uh, it, it's pointless. It's a pointless give. They're not going to do anything with it. And then the person who gives to give uh, to the people who get it does not want to be introduced to someone who doesn't get it because that also will be pointless. Be yeah, pointless. and that that really simplifies. I appreciate you, as you said, you're a simplifier. You've got a neural oh, yeah. network that sits up there, and you're able to connect the pieces just because. And that's such yes. a real quality. Um, and that's, it's not a, uh, you know, a feather in your cap or a knock on uh, someone else's. It's just, purpose. that's how I've seen you operate. You come from a place of how do you give to give? And in turn, you take that neuro network and you, you, you can make a connection and, 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 and move on better than almost anyone that I know and saying, Hey, this person needs to meet this person. You guys will figure out the why and go from there. And those Correct. people, they run with it because they know it's of the highest quality caliber they get production it. that they're going to they get it. Yep. Well, one thank thank you. Uh, Sarah taught me how to say thank you, so I'm trying to be a good husband by saying thank you. But the um um what I've seen is like there uh 
the the ones who don't get it, they're like, um, so what's the value? What's the value of the intro? I go the intro. But what's what is this going to lead to? I don't know. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you want to meet someone who understands you or the coolest person on earth or not? But by the way, the true visionary is like, oh, just make the intro. Yeah, make the, make intro. the intro. Figure it and out then, from there. And then if they follow up and tell me what happens, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I My purpose, my job is connecting visionaries to serve humanity. What they do with that, don't really care as long as it helps people. I, there you I go. genuinely don't care and or think about it. I yeah. just want to make the connection and then and go, 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 go. Have fun. No, absolutely, absolutely. You know, in, in entrepreneurship, being able to remain nimble and adapt quickly, I believe is pretty key to success. <laughs> what are the tools that you use to work through change, uncertainty, or disruption as it's happening in real time? Okay, so I have been talking fast, but for that question, I will slow down um, because I, I appreciate that question. A couple things, a couple things. One, I don't understand people who take forever to make a decision. It's it's illogical to me. I never, I mean, again, shot down in a plane without a parachute, you get back into a plane. That's just what you do. They're, you don't, okay. So two, in terms of being actually trained to be like that, even though I've always been like that, um, I was, a before starting Entrepreneur Life, I was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist. I, di I didn't know that, but I was. Um, so that was 20 years of being a journalist. And then journalists, you don't think about what's happening in 20 years. You think about what's happening in the next 20 seconds. And you need to make deadline, hit deadline, hit deadline, hit deadline, hit deadline, hit deadline. Oh, oh. And then uh, being a sports editor at, a, like, let's say a 90,000 circulation paper, we are covering 15 high school football games on deadline. And you have to read 15 high school football games, get them edited, get them on the, the page, get the photos with them all that stuff, manage the staff. Wait, where's that story? And do that in about in 70, 80 minutes. That's good preparation. Uh, that's good preparation. Um, it, it That's just good pepper. I mean, so I've been trained for that. And then from a lifetime perspective, um, uh, um, if ever an excuse pops into my mind, which is really, I mean, we're still humans, right? We have animal brain, right? But um so every now and then it'll, 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 you know, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, should I really do that? But uh, I don't. Um, and then what happens if that does happen? Uh, my dad uh, wrote a diary from his experiences fighting in the Battle of the Hurricane Forest toward the end of World War II. For those who have read Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl, his diary is not that horrific, but it's it's pretty close. Like, it's that type of... um. And then so he, my dad died when I was 13, but I can see like it's, he lives through that. To me, he lives through, um, our sons who are just like him, um, maniacs. That's a compliment. And then, um, um, and then that diary, um, and then I saw how he made quick decisions, um, uh, how he made quick decisions, whether, um, him and the pilot when he, he was in a plane and they, the engine stopped running and then they had no parachute. So they had to find a field to land in or, uh, toward the end of the diary, there were two of them. I can't find the second one, but toward the end of the one I have, uh, he stopped, um, one of his soldiers from raping a young Belgian German woman and said, told the woman, get out of this house because these guys are going to rape you. So he had to make a quick decision. So like, that's my litmus test. Like mm. that's so I, <laughs> so all these endless meetings with no decision, I'm like, what are you um, 
And then like with shows like this, the pre-interviews, I'm like, we don't need to do a pre-interview. We just do the show because that's the only way to learn in real time is to hit the record button. So like it's from a practical standpoint, certainly genetic, but then learned through my father and then talking to the, all I do is spend time with my family and talk to the world's top visionaries. Most of them, they just do things. They just do them and see what happens. There are a few that take a little bit longer, but most of them just execute and then hand it off to a team. Yeah, the the doers, the thinkers. One of the things that I've seen throughout my years of entrepreneurship, whatever you want to call it is, as we're making decisions based on real time, if someone comes in, let's say a friend, a family, just an outside source, they yeah. want to know all the steps that led you to this. And this has been compounding uh, in our brain the entire time. And it's just there. like, well, this is what we're doing. And, right. What was your thought? No, no, no. no. Been compressing over this period of time. There. Based off of where we're at today, we're going to make this decision now. We're going to move forward because it's the most relevant information that I know right now. Let's go. Correct. Yeah. I always, yeah, it's, I, and I, I have, I've, I've learned to, to work through some of those moments and give them the amount of information. If it is a, if it's a loved one, a family member or something, <laughs> give them enough to where it makes sense to them and then move on. So that's, that's my, uh, that's my, my softer, kinder side realizing, Hey, they haven't been there and you know what? They're just curious and let's, let's let that curiosity go. That's you fair. know, typically when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what they're going to get. We're able to see you know, to have some form of expectation of the type of people that are going to be in a room and, yeah. and what the, the outcomes, you know, could be. It's what up to them be? to make the outcomes. Yes. But what should people expect when they enter your reality with Brepic Network? This type of conversation. You want to expand on that one just to continue giving a little bit more? I mean, cause okay, there have so been amazing conversations. I don't think you're doing it justice. Yes. These kinds of conversations. But something, give me something uh, that, that has recently happened inside that network that people are like, holy crap, these conversations are really happening like this. Okay, so this is why I married my wife, because she's the details person, and she can, she's, dumb, she's two in Relator on Strength Finders and one in Harmony, so she's, mm-hmm. and three in Achiever. Uh, I'm Activator Maximizer Achiever, so what you're, what you're talking about now, I'm already, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm past that, like, let's go, but I will... Maybe you should interview my wife for that. But like what I will say is one of our members, one of our members uh, creating a company called uh, has created a company called Pick My Brain, where she's basically compiling the world's top experts for anything. And then people will invest in an hour long conversation with them. Say, I don't know, you give them a thousand dollars for an hour, 500 or 10,000. I don't know, whatever it is. It can be any vertical, doesn't matter. And then she's she's raising seven figures. And then so one of our other members. Uh, one of the top female purpose-driven uh, investor uh, people on planet. And she was like, oh, I know people that will, will want to invest in this now. And then they talk to each other. Um, the best presentation I heard so far, which was truly transformational, one of our members, she is creating a company uh, for the spouses who are married to visionaries. Mm. So the spouses can understand the visionary more and just, is important the visionary can understand the spouse more usually not always but usually the visionary uh, marries a spouse who is a codependent so you have the arrows you know uh visionary uh visionary uh uh many visionaries are narcissists that's either neither good nor bad that they just are and then so they're going this way and then the codependent's going that way because they're like they don't understand each other so she's creating for people who can see it she's creating a company that helps them merge as opposed to separate literally separate but 
So that was a tremendous presentation. Um, but I mean, no, I, I think that last one, both of both of them, great examples. Okay. But the last one really is allowing the visionary to understand the, you know, their partner, but also the partner to understand the visionary and where they're coming from. And how do you take that split in the road and actually make it closer to a parallel line? There's going to be bumps in the road. But I remember sitting in that meeting and what mm. she was doing. I've had Parallel a side line. conversation with her and it truly is a special thing. All right. We're coming to the end here. We've got a few more questions. You know, I, I, I believe that there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity, but I believe creativity and ingenuity come out of times when we feel the squeeze. Now, what no, are yeah, you right, working right, right. on yeah. right now that will take place over the next 12 months that excites you? I don't. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I don't live in years or um, I don't live in months. Um, my son, Chase, he's nine now, but when he was eight, he said, life is one long, great day. Um, so yesterday's before and tomorrow's yesterday's before you're born tomorrow's after you die and then um so there's only only good two good ways to have a great day one create more living things and then two do what you like to do and what you're good at keep getting better at it so all i do all day is connect visionaries to serve humanity and all this other stuff takes care of itself mm. i don't i mean i mean i am ringing the nasdaq bell in a couple of weeks so that'll be fun i don't that's pretty cool how did that come about connecting visionaries to serve humanity I love how you really dropped, you really strung that answer out on there. All right. I do know one thing. You guys have an event coming up in May. What's, what's that going to look like? If you wouldn't mind sharing that with us. Well, I, um, okay. So for what I know about it, all I wanted was that we had a suite at a, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks game. Cause I like baseball and I, yes. you know, those are fun. So I know that's happening. Uh, uh let's see. Okay. I'm going to try here. Um, the best thing that I see coming out of it is that the members themselves um, will be giving speeches to the group about what they're working on, um, and the and then we'll have some other guest speakers. But I, I don't, I'm not the detail person. But there you go. There you go. And there, there, this... here's the here's the here's the I guess the real answer to that, if it's helpful. Um, like what this is, what Brepic Network actually is to me is like, it's the best backstage ever for front stage people, meaning mm. like the top visionary people on the planet working together. There's no hierarchy, which I don't like hierarchy where someone talks and then it's like a, almost like a cult thing. It's really weird to me. I don't, I've never understood that, but like everyone, there's no, it's all equal because everyone has the same mindset and wants that. And then they're coaching each other at when they're taking it. So that it's the best backstage experience before they go front stage or while they're going front stage for the world. Mm. Um, that's the way I look. So this in-person event is like a front stage backstage. It's like a backstage front stage experience, if that makes sense. It's where the conversations are going to happen, where the hallway conversations or the backstage conversations happen. But it's happening for everyone because that's the caliber Correct. of people Correct. that are allowed in the room. Thanks. That was better than. So, again, I appreciate that because, like, again, how we started this conversation, you're a collaborative brain and heart and um, mess, actually messenger now that I'm hearing this. And way of thinking. So that what you said was much better than what I said, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. No. All right. Last one for you. You know, okay. I always believed in leading with the give mentality. It's the principle in which I've based every company partnership and, uh, and for the record, you live it. You're not saying it. You are yeah. doing it. 
Okay. I live it. Yeah. And it's the name of the podcast on Quincy. Yeah, but that's that's fine. But if you are doing it. Yes. Doing living it, it, breathing it. Yeah. Absolutely. Correct. Every with every guest on the podcast, we like to share a little sneak peek of what their give is going to be for the listeners over at TSF. Justin, what is what have you brought for us today to give to the listeners? Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, um Peter Diamandis, um, Dr. Peter Diamandis, excuse me. He's one of the top visionaries on the planet. Um, he and I had a really good conversation that was recorded. And um, it's, it's a really great, uh, to use your term, digital asset that I think people will really like listening to. Um, just in terms of how, like he's the, you know, he's a pure visionary. So just to learn how his brain works, how he simplifies things. And then I think just as important what happens when people with collaborative brains and mindsets and way of communicating what happens with discussions like that. So I think it's a good example. It's a good example of, of learning. And so I hope people watch it and or listen to it. Well, and it brings us back to the first question is how we're learning today. So we have got. Oh, right. Good point. Justin, look, at, see how it came full circle. You know, it always comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it was meant to be. Anyways, right. we've uh, we've got Justin Breen, founder of Brepic Network. Justin, thank you so much for the time and for your give today. Very grateful for you. Thank you.